Welcome again to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. <laughs> you can do better. Come on, you can do better. I've heard you do better. <clears throat> Welcome to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. I think we don't need to be tryhards. No. We're hard enough. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, God. Here we are. Yes. But, uh, yeah, we are. So, this podcasting thing is way harder than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, my uh, my butthole clenched as soon as we started recording. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, don't mess it up. And it's no. like, I don't even know why I care because it's you know, I'll basically be like the five pe- of the views. The people who to it like five times. The like, people yeah. who listen to this podcast can be counted on literally one finger. It'll exactly. be it'll be you. And I probably won't even listen to it. You'll listen to it while you edit it and then put it up and be like, I never want to do this again. And well, we did my, this before. Maybe our mothers. It's not the first time we've recorded podcasts. We've recorded three podcasts yeah. never to be heard again. <laughs> yeah, we've been very successful uh, podcast recorders. We're well, very prolific podcast recorders. We, <laughs> we started out with all the good intentions. Yeah. All the good intentions. So we had... Three podcasts that were awesome. People leave their phone not on silent when recording podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good that was one. me. I should probably look at my phone and see what's going on. Yep, yep, that's it. Oh, you know what it was too. The best part about it is, is that uh, it was a text message from you. Ah, but yes. my phone reminds me because I'm a loser, and I have it set up so that when I get a text message, it will ding every 15 minutes because I never text anyone back. And my wife got really sick of that. So every 15 minutes, every time someone texts me, which you did, and I didn't even look at it, I get reminded. Yeah. I hear that? That's the basic white bitch. (laughs) That sounds like a cowbell. Yes, you're (laughs) drinking wine with ice in it. You are the worst kind of people. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that's how I want to get started on the right foot. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know you've been doing all this working out, and then you go ahead and drink a red wine. It's Moscato. It's like basically white wine with food coloring in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alcohol, man, no good. It's all right. It's working out. It's working out just like me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely working <laughs> Dude, out. Dude, I'm telling you, CrossFit, this whole CrossFit thing. Is the dumbest thing ever. No one should do it. <laughs> definitely, definitely don't do CrossFit. I'm an idiot. And so are you. We're yes. both idiots. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely an experience. Not to say <laughs> too much about it, but yeah, it's an experience. Not to say too much about it. That's coming from someone who does, has done a lot of CrossFit. Yeah. I've has been, done is the uh the, the right way of saying it. I've only been doing CrossFit now for six or seven weeks. Something like that. I'm sure you've seen some things by now. I've seen some. Sh- I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some shit, yeah. man. There's some some, some stuff. Going some on. some people do drugs. Some people do CrossFit. Yep. It's pretty much the exact same thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> okay. I'll take your word for it. Well, know. you know it 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 is. It's social. Most people do drugs socially. Really. <laughs> yep. It uh, it gives you a high. Yeah. Kind of like drugs. I mean, it's implicitly what drugs do. But <laughs> I would hope so. It's just a really bad time the whole time. Man, I gotta get more of that. Man, I did these drugs and all I did was sit and stare at a wall. Boring. No. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. I could definitely compare it to a drug 100%. Yeah. yeah I always uh, preferred the social aspect of it. And of course, lifting heavy things is always fun. It is? Yes. I'm not sure that I agree with that statement, a hundred percent. I uh, I skipped Friday. Nah. I skipped Friday because two reasons. One, I'm a fat guy, right? Mm-hmm. Which I know you can relate to because you too are a fat guy. Yes. Um, I have lots of aches and pains from being a fat guy. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when you are 360 plus pounds. You develop things. <laughs> you develop aches and pains, probably equivalent to that of like a 90,000-year-old man. I like to think you're just discovering new pains that were concealed by the fatness for too long. That's probably <laughs> true. That's really probably true. Yep. So like my ankle, 
on my right right leg mm-hmm. right now at even sitting here is killing me my knees have never ached in this way there's a muscle right directly above your knee yep. just kind of towards the center towards the center that yeah. never has ever been used in my life mm-hmm. that now aches every single day yep. because of squats that's oh, a yeah. whole new muscle. It's it it's right there above the knee. It's yep. about two inches. It's just a little tiny thing, and it aches so bad. I don't even know what it's called, but I know it's there because <laughs> <'cause> you can feel <laughs> it. I can feel it for the yeah. first time in my life. Yeah, that's good, man. That's but uh, that's I skipped good. Friday because I looked at the uh, Beyond the Whiteboard, and it was uh, it was overhead squats, mm-hmm. and uh, I was already in a lot of pain. And I was like, overhead squats, overhead squats. So the word, the WAD was, uh, and for those of you who don't do CrossFit, WAD stands for workout of the day. The workout of the day was um, run 400 meters and do overhead squats. I forget the quantity. It was probably 30, something like that. And it was as many rounds as possible, also known as an AMRAP, in, uh, I want to say... 25 or 30 minutes yep the long ones are the worst ones that was that i looked at that and to you know to a passerby 30 of something and then 400 meter run might not sound like really all that bad but when it's a competition to see how many of those you can do in 30 minutes 30 minutes is forever yes <laughs> five minutes can be forever um it's funny because the last time we sat down and talked about this kind of stuff i was the one that had all the experience so it's kind of cool to see you coming in on it and i had worked out for like a year before crossfit and done a lot of stuff to kind of prepare and i still that first week i remember just oh. i was bored and it just you like it's kind of funny and i'm sure you've seen this that you'll go and like you'll go and you'll be like oh my gosh i don't know if i can do this i'm so sore and then you get into it and you're like you seem to forget yeah and then you're done and you're like oh and you also have to like me drive a lot farther after the workout and getting out of the car can be so bad yeah it's a 30 36 minute drive home from the gym yep and by the time i get home my muscles have had time to like set into the position of being inactive Yep. And the moment I try to step out of the car, I almost fall on my face. Yep. Have you had fun sitting on the toilet yet after squats? Um, it's not as bad now. It's gotten <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I want to say four or five weeks ago, there was a workout that was like unbelievably, insanely horrible. Yep. It was... Some combination, I don't remember specifically, but it was some combination of air squats and uh, wall balls. Oh, those are my nemesis. Oh, the good good old wall balls. And um, I want to say there were um, dumbbell snatches in there as well. I love those. Um, and there was, let, let's just put it this way. I think there's probably about seven or eight different uh, variety of exercise in the wad that day. Mm-hmm. And every single one involved bending your knees and picking up heavy things. Or in my case, bending your knees and pushing a heavy body back up <laughs> in the yeah. case of squats. But I do specifically remember after that workout, which was probably one of the hardest workouts I've done to date, I got done. And even before I was able to sit down, I felt like my legs were made of lead. Yep. And I left the gym and we work out on the second floor. Mm-hmm. So I have to walk downstairs before I get to my car, which is often a wake up call. I get to the top of the stairs and I take the first step and go, and oh, oh, oh no, oh God, why? Yeah. And I get to my car that night and I pushed, I drove, I drove a manual car. <laughs> don't, don't do it buy an automatic if you're gonna do crossfit don't do it so i drive a manual car i got in it i pushed my clutch down and the second i pushed my clutch down i realized i'd made a mistake <laughs> you're sleeping in your car that night. <laughs> so i actually 
pretty much left my car in fifth gear the whole ride home. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which, it's a, six, it's a six speed. So I was in fifth, maybe fourth, pretty much the whole way home. And whenever I saw a light turn red in front of me, I started cursing. <laughs> it was bad. It was that bad. And I got home, and I, I went to get out of the car. Here's another thing that when I realized I'd made a mistake is uh, my car is two and a half inches lower than stock. Yeah. Don't lower your car if you're going to do CrossFit. I get out of the car almost. (laughs) (laughs) I I almost got out of the car. And uh, I ended up having to put my gym bag down, put down all the stuff that I had in my hands. And I had to hold myself by both pillars on the car and just jerk myself out with my arms. And um, that night I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I couldn't actually move my legs like at all they were just done i went i got Mm -hmm. up eventually it took me like 15 minutes to leave the bed got to the bathroom sat down on the toilet getting back off the toilet was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life yep oh yeah and i've done some hard things sure (laughs) (laughs) i uh uh, ah yeah starting out is definitely pretty rough and especially the first week was The first week was unbelievable. Yeah, I think uh, it's deceptive looking because you look at some of the stuff that goes on and you're like, that doesn't look that hard. (laughs) And yeah, you might do one, but then you quickly realize that your body does a lot of things when you do even one of anything. It's true. And when you repeat that thing over, I mean, just try holding your arms out to your side for like a good solid couple minutes. I don't know about anybody else, but <laughs> I start shaking and I'm like, why is this this hard? Planks, dude. Mm. A side plank. Hold that for 30 seconds. You have a new respect. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're a little lucky because we can kind of cheat with the bellies. Because you can, like, I mean, you're not in a perfect plank and you know, so, no one knows. Well, so the coaches at my gym are privy to the yeah. belly thing, I yeah. think. Because whenever I do planks... They, especially side planks, they'll be like, now push your hips to the sky. Yeah. And I go, I, uh, I can't. I can't do it. And they're like, yes, you can. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, do it. And I'm like, okay. And I do it. And then I almost puke. You think uh, <laughs> those are bad? Hollow holds are a million times worse. I haven't done those. You, you hold them on your back and you have to hold your arms up and your upper body up while you hold your legs up and squeeze in the opposite direction dude that's though anything with the core even when i was in really good shape always makes me want to throw up oh i i've had a few things that have got me pretty close yeah i have managed to avoid meeting pukey though yeah see i've never done that either but uh see I guess my question for you is what do you like the most to do? I mean, it's pretty new, so you haven't really done enough yet. But do you have anything like when you see it, you're like, oh, I love doing those? Uh, Probably thrusters. Really? Yep. I hate those. Why do you love those? I don't know. They're kind of fun. I like, um, you said you like deadlifts a lot, right? Yeah. I don't like deadlifts that much. Uh, cleans are pretty good. Power cleans. I love that stuff. Any weightlifting movement. The reason I don't like thrusters is because of the squat. Yeah. But cleans, any variation thereof. Just What's the one where you have a barbell in your front rack position and then you push just push it up over your head? Push press. Okay. And what about well, when you do when you do it? Yeah, strict press and then a push press is when you dip. Yeah, you use your knees. That's probably my second favorite. Yeah, I love why I like deadlifts and especially cleans to overhead is the snatches are just really fun too. I like the whole fluid movement, but the thing that kills me is when you we had a we had a wad the other day that was um it was 20 20 cleans, right? Mm-hmm. And then um uh or no I want to say 20 deadlift type things and then like 20 20 cleans bring it up and then 20 overhead push press yep. right but they were broken up so you had to do 20 down here yep. then 20 up here and then 20 up here for and the it's listeners like, bracing is currently flying his arm like an idiot <laughs> first at his knees then his chest and then above his shoulders right 
<laughs> That's exactly correct. <laughs> so, but what I would have liked to have done, and I asked, you know, can we do up to the middle, up to the front of your chest, and then up overhead, and then back down to the ground and start over again, and do 20 of those three fluid movements together? And the answer was, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I love taking something very heavy and getting it off the ground to a certain height. That's so like, deadlifts. That, like um, purely deadlifts. Uh, one of my favorite things was doing circus dumbbell stuff. I got pretty heavy into the strongman um, work. That's I would go... Heavy. <laughs> I would go and then I would do the workout, workout for CrossFit. And then I would do my own stuff for strongman. Not a ton, but I kind of did it casually. Like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, one of the guys I know that goes to the gym is actually competing nationally for strongman, and he's just a beast. But and then look at us—we're over here eating puddings. Yes, we're not actually eating puddings. I'm but, drinking um, wine though, <laughs> which is totally un- unlike me, by the way. Yeah, but uh, it's the first time you've ever seen me drink wine, right? Yeah, I have lost a lot of respect for you. Too. <laughs> but um, one of the coolest strongman workouts there's two actually is the stone. Carrying, picking up the stone, and you had—I think it was two forty-five was the biggest stone, and it's called an atlas stone, and it's a big stone just made of concrete. And you pick it up, and you basically deadlift it into your knees, and then you put your arms over it, and you thrust it with your hips over a bar and drop it from about shoulder height. And it takes a lot of confidence and ability to get it over there because at least at first I was like, I'm going to drop this thing on my foot and break every <laughs> bone in that foot. And I'm never going to all the tiny it. bones. So it took a lot of confidence to get to the point where I was comfortable doing it. Cause you realize like if you're doing it right with right coaches, you're never going beyond something you can control. I tell you what, that was really cool. That just, I mean, just picking up a mass that's a ball, no handles, no nothing, of 245 pounds was pretty, pretty insane. I mean, that was uh, definitely a highlight. I mean, there's a lot of people that'll do a lot more, but I mean, it just for me, it was, I like that primal strongman stuff. Yeah, I could see that. For me, the biggest motivating factor for doing CrossFit right now or at least the thing that keeps me going back, I guess, is seeing other people being able to easily do things that I feel are impossible for me to do. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> as a fad guy, I can tell you right now that I cannot even remotely come close to doing a pull-up. That 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 uh, hits me pretty hard um, because when I started, that was one of my goals. That's my number one goal right now. And, uh, I had spent a year at the gym and I would hang from a bar and see how long I could hang. I would do this, do that. It was Planet Fitness. And, uh, when I started at CrossFit, that was, I told them that was one of my goals. And I remember a woman that I grew very close with. She, an elderly lady, but she's an absolute beast. Um, (laughs) I told her, you know, yeah, I'm working on pull-ups. And I didn't think there was anyone around. And I just kind of hung from the bar. And the first time I ever did a pull-up, I actually did two. And what it is is that until you do a pull-up, you have no idea how to do a (laughs) pull-up. So you could have all the strength you need to do it. And obviously not like obscenely more strength than you need to do it. Because at some point... You're going to be able to just kind of muscle your way through it. But there is a lot more to it than people think. It's a lot of technique. Exactly. Engaging the right muscles. Like, you're not just pulling with your arms. Most guys will do a little bit of a swing to kind of get themselves started Uh, and going. No, that's kind of the kip stuff. I'm talking like I wanted to do a strict. Right. So that means you can't swing. True. And... But what it is, is you got to make sure everything is nice and tight. Like, you got to squeeze everything from your chest to your ass and you pull and you you pull through your back and to a lot of people that probably sounds really obvious but to somebody like me and you it's been an entire lifetime of having no idea how to do it right yeah that, like you know learning to brace and stuff is a completely new concept and i mean it's deadlift is by far 
my favorite just raw lift. Just, I, pretty damn near to 300 pounds, which is not a lot for a guy who works out. Uh, it's, you know, most average people can't, but for somebody that works out a lot, that's kind of at the beginning area where most people are expected. You know, once you break 300, you're starting to get really serious, which I, I that the weight used to bother me a lot. Like, man, I should be lifting this because... You know, while there were just a few, I think two or three girls that could lift that much. You were like, I, mean, I have to beat all the yeah, girls. I mean, and I some of the them were beasts. And I mean, that, but that for them to reach that point is like a lifetime of work. Like they've yeah. been working on it for years. But um, I just, I remember I knew I was finally doing it right because I had to go, the coaches stopped me because I wasn't bracing right. And they're like, listen, you got to drop. 50 pounds off that and work your way back up because you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And of course I was being stubborn and didn't want to do that, but it ended up paying off and I'll never forget the feeling of like, I did the max lift at the time, which may have been like 290 or whatever. And I, it's just like, I felt like I was in a tunnel and it was off and that I knew I had pushed myself right to the limit. And that was, you mean the, the point where you were about one millisecond from passing yes. out? <laughs> And I mean, it sounds... Tunnel vision genuinely means that you're about yeah. one wrong move from being on the floor. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds crazy to like be proud of that because I've never been one of those people. Well, that's, that's one of the biggest criticisms of CrossFit, really, I yeah. think, that people have is that it pushes people to maybe do things that aren't necessarily healthy for their bodies. I'm not really a big fan of CrossFit anymore, which is kind of weird because I love the gym I go to. It's just that, you know, you look at the CrossFit games and they do some ridiculous stuff, but they also do a lot of ridiculous stuff. Like, I'm going to try this out. Ridiculous stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, right? Uh, but uh, it's just like, why would you like put a, these athletes on bikes? The marathon row? Yeah, why would you? Did ha- you watch no, the, the marathon row? row is good. Dude. But like, they, I don't know, man. They try and mix it up so much that like these people are getting, these people who are like primed. You know, a lot of people pick on them for a lot of stuff, but these people are in, in almost too good a shape, and they're having them do stuff that is just ridiculous, like carry this dummy and do this, and like, there's got to be at least some level of training to it for me to find it enjoyable, because there's just so much, and I find a lot of issues with CrossFit at that level, where I get what they're trying to go for. But it just seems like they've kind of, every year they feel like they need to up the stakes. Like last year, I think it was, they had to jump over hay bales. That's a big jump. Yeah. And I mean, these, and they stacked them and did all this stuff. And I'm like, even just a hay bale, yeah. that's a big jump. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I I think they could climb over them, but it's like, they're throwing the hay bales on there just because they're like rugged and all this stuff and it's kind of like <laughs> well it, I'm is, like, we it get literally it. is a jump over box yeah really i mean they're well, basically they, the same size was, as a jump I, box. I forgot the, and it's just the i don't know i just think the whole thing has gotten a little out of control because you know you look at strongman which i think crossfit has helped and hurt strongman and this is coming from someone that heard of strongman through crossfit and i'm no but I'm nowhere near a strong man, but I love the stuff they do. But they know about the events for months. So then, like, you really find that they're the best at whatever that is. And some are, re- like, some people think, oh, that person's the strongest. They're going to win. Well, that's not always the case. You know, the guy I was telling you about, he's amazing at, like, lifting the stones and doing certain lifts. He is by far one of the best in the country at him like it's been proven he has the records he is coming first but some of them he just can't do as well as other people and it's kind of crazy to see and that's what i like about it is you see the differences in people you know one guy might be able to lift a thousand pounds but can't do this well you know carry up farmers carry up a a ramp like the guy that can't lift a thousand pounds but can crush that it's just it's crazy to see how everybody's different, and I think CrossFit is good because you're changing it up, but also you lose a lot of the gains in certain areas. Yeah, I can see that. If you focus more on one exercise, you get really good at that one exercise. Which which has well, its own problems. <clears throat> right. That's Yeah. It's kind of a 
six and one, half dozen of the other kind of mm-hmm. problem. <clears throat> but overall, I think it has been a net positive on my life mm-hmm. so far. I mean, if you can believe the um, the in-body type scan tools, mm-hmm. um, which I realize that there's a large degree of error in those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as the degree of error stays the same, I guess it's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, so according to that, since I started CrossFit, I am down... I want to say approximately eight to ten percent body fat. Um, I've lost nearly thirty pounds of fat mm-hmm. and gained eighteen pounds of muscle, mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark. Um, so I've lost like a net of twelve pounds overall, but I've also lost five inches out of my stomach and yeah. like three and a half inches off my chest. I think that's the stuff you really want to watch is, you know, hey, my pants are starting to feel better. And it it's something that I want to explore further at some point, but it's kind of funny to me as someone that has done it before where I'm kind of like, how is it this hard for me to get back into it when I've been there and I've done that? You right. know? And it's just, it's weird because I think part of it is I'm, I'm really not unhappy and that was a driving force is like you know i was unhappy with certain things and you know now it's like i can still do a lot more now at 300 pounds than i did before at 300 pounds you know like i walk close to one to two miles a day with the dog it was your wife She's creeping. She yes, your wife was creeping. You know, she's creeping in our podcast studio. Yeah, she she wants to be the first listener. She's jealous. The Babbleheads LLC podcast studio trademark copyright. Yep. <laughs> Better block out the windows. But I think it's funny because I've able to do still things that I never could have done. So yeah. I still see a lot of the benefits. But, but I also see a lot of where I've fallen behind. I mean, I used like the pull ups. I. You think you could do one right now? No, absolutely not. I mean, I was 180 pounds when I was doing them. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is, and I don't. I think a lot of people forget this. Like when I'm at the gym and I'm working out, and say I do a squat, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> if I'm standing next to a guy who's 180 pounds, I literally just did twice the amount of work he did well, because I weigh twice the amount that he does. That's the thing is, you know, I think. And most people that I run into are understanding of it and stuff. But sometimes I kind of want to take somebody like, you know, hey, that might say, hey, you know, it's not that hard do it and be like, all right, hold on. I'll get you three 45 pound plates. Strap these to yourself. Right. And then do it. Yeah. See how you feel about it now. Yeah. you The number of people you see in the gym that are like ripping through pull ups, like hang a chain from them and do and with 345s and some of them can probably do it and those are the people ironically enough that won't judge you yeah you know i, th- I that's to me well, what i liked about crossfit is the people that are like just super fit are generally like what ended nice up selling awesome. me on my gym in particular is that the owner of the gym um he was nice enough to uh, extend an olive branch of fitness to me, basically. Because, um, which we'll probably end up talking about this in a little while, um, due to some unfortunate, unforeseen circumstances, both of us were out of a job. Yes. So, uh, needless to say, I was ready to make a change in my life, and I wanted to do it, but CrossFit is not free. No. So. It's it's expensive. It's not cheap. I was contacted by one of my friends who does CrossFit and stuff like that. And she talked to the owner of this gym and he offered to let me come and try it for a month for free, Mm -hmm. which was like a huge deal. I was super appreciative of it and I was still apprehensive about doing it. And it was because of money reasons, but you know, probably the biggest of which is I was afraid. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I I tell this story often. I knew what CrossFit was. I'd watched the workouts. I'd done some at home before I went on like... Unlike me. And I went in and there was this giant dude named Ryan and his now wife, Brittany. And they just were 
doing this workout (laughs) with more weight than I'd ever seen. (laughs) And it was during the off hours of the gym and he comes over and he's sweating. He's, and he's like, you could tell he was a little out of breath, but I'm just like, go back and finish your workout. (laughs) I saw you had five minutes left and he's like, Oh, thanks. And he goes over nice guy. He's moving uh, in a few months, which is a shame, but I wish him all the best on that. But he is just the most amazing guy, and I was so nervous. I can remember I was wearing like a blue shirt with black sweatpants and, and blue Nike shoes. And I go, wait, you started CrossFit with blue shoes too? Yeah, and I go, yeah, me too. I go, will these shoes be okay? He goes, yeah, they'll be fine. And like he didn't judge me at all. But I was just so nervous because yeah. this was like, you know, what I was looking for. And I, I'm not the biggest person with the issues of self-confidence. Yeah, me neither. But sometimes I get horrible Your self-conscious Your first stuff. moment walking into yeah. a CrossFit gym, at least for me, was one of the most emotionally stressful moments in my life. And I've had a kid. Yeah, humbling. Uh, it's, people it is look humbling. at you and kind of. You always think people are looking at you, wondering what you're doing there. You Especially put, as a dude who would just yeah. walk. Literally, the day I walked into that for CrossFit gym the first time, I was 366 pounds. Yeah. And uh, the first day I walked into an actual class, there was a guy in the back walking around on his hands, and um, <laughs> he again an amazingly nice guy that I met who is a supportive. Just oh, I couldn't believe it. And he does a bunch of fundraisers and stuff. But I think you go in there and you think everybody's watching you, but you quickly realize once you've done a workout that everybody is just trying to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Every single person there is is suffering. Yes. Nobody's having a good time. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it for me, why I haven't gone back is the embarrassment of doing it before and knowing what I used to do. And now, like, I used to do push-ups, which now I can't do a push-up from the ground to save my life. Me neither. And well, I say I never been able yeah. to do one. Maybe back in, like, middle school or yeah. high school. So, like, I kind of, <clears throat> it's even worse because I think, oh, you know, all these people know what I used to do. And, like, I just, I don't like wearing workout clothes because of the flab and all that stuff. And it's kind of like... You mean, like, whenever I lift my hands above my head and my stomach comes out? Yes. <laughs> Like when you feel that and you're like, I just, oh, I just don't I, want to do it. You know what I did is I just gave up on giving a shit. Like, yeah. I just look I at it like, these yeah. people are going to see my stomach now and they're going to see my stomach eight months from now and they're going to be like, wow, look how much less flab is showing. That's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, I think, and you'll find that like, oh, the people are so supportive and I, again, I don't mean to be like, oh, this is how it used to be, but I remember at the end of a workout, there'd be a new member of somebody struggling and it's like, it's very common for you to go over and like cheer them on. Yeah, or like, I, good I workout, would, man. You're you doing know, it. Yeah, Killing it. Do that. And then I'll never forget some of the really good friends I made. Uh, I had made a couple attempts to get back into CrossFit when start, things started sliding downwards, like the downward spiral. And I was doing box burpee box jumps. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. And uh, they, a guy came <clears throat> over. He had just completed the workout himself. And finished with me. And I mean that it's just it's crazy what people will do to help you out. It's just you gotta get out of your own way and realize that really no one gives a shit. Yeah. They well, they care more that you're there. Than back to the that kind of brings us full circle to the beginning of my story. Um, I talked with Eric about that. The reason why he was will why he was willing to do that and offer me to come in and stuff like that. And he said, Well, to be honest with you, I heard your motivations. You know, you talked with uh, with Sarah and whatever, and my motivations really were to get healthier for my family. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't want to. At the track that I was on, at three hundred and sixty six pounds, and and increasing, never yes. decreasing. I've never yeah. really lost a significant amount of weight. So I was probably on the track to being over four hundred pounds in the next couple of years. And that working also a desk job. working a, a sedentary desk job, and that means that I was on the track to probably die at forty five. Yep, that's no joke. Like legitimately, forty five or fifty years old, die of a heart attack. Yeah. So what Eric said was his passion isn't necessarily. Um, he loves CrossFit and everything like that, but his passion isn't really like 
working out and stuff like that. It is kind of, but what he loves to do most is help people get healthier for their families. So that's like his passion in life is to make people have a healthier, happier, longer life with their families. Yes. And I think that's a great motivation. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm probably going to continue going to this gym, even though it's super, super inconvenient for me to go there. Well, I think, uh, you got to look at it as an opportunity other than an inconvenience. And it's hard to say. I mean, it's not easy. Um, I knew Eric because he used to work at the gym I go to. And I, I always thought he was a really nice guy. And, I mean, he still posts in the group, so I think everything's good there. It's just tough for, you know, I think everybody kind of has what they want and he needed something different. You know, I don't think there's anything, an issue there. But he, I always got that feeling. He was very motivated and intense about he is an things. intense guy and i mean that's that's great and um, that definitely shows in his workouts i watched him work out a couple times and i'm like holy oh yeah holy. i've seen him in a lot of competitions which bring bringing up competitions there's one this coming weekend i think yeah i think you and i should uh sign up for a no competition. you gotta actually come to crossfit before you can just hey, go sign I, up for i stuff. will go i'm gonna go to my gym i uh i'm gonna start Either this week or next week. You know, a couple times we should, you know, once we both get doing a little bit better, we could always go back and forth too, you know. Like you could come my gym for a workout or something. We could work out together. I could go to your gym, work out once or twice or something. Yeah, we can talk about it. But I, I think... Uh, It'll help motivate us. You know, we yeah. we are not motivated Dude, I'm men. I'm telling you <laughs> that if we sign up for a competition in a year, that's going to motivate us. And we can't sign up. But I, I know that there's a bunch of... My gym puts on a ton of events. There's one this weekend put on by my gym called Four Heroes. And I'm assuming that it means you're going to do four hero workouts. Just assuming. I haven't actually looked into this, so I could Mm -hmm. be completely wrong. And for any onlookers, hero workouts are not a fun time. I mean, they are, but they're not a fun time. (laughs) Um, Is that the one? I, I think Four All Heroes. Is that it? Might be. Because that's actually put on by my gym. I think they're just hosting it where Could be. you guys are because it's just such a better... It's a nice facility. Yeah. I mean, it's not just a CrossFit facility. It's everything. So you have that opportunity. And I think what's amazing about it's, where It sounds I all go, well and good, but then when they're like, time to go do sled drags on the soccer field, it's yeah. like, ugh. I love sled <laughs> drags. Sled drags, prowler push, that's my bread and butter. I used to push... After the workout, so after the whole CrossFit workout, prowler push 10 times down and back, which was about maybe 50 yards, maybe 100 yards, I don't know. Yeah, each dra- each drag on this field is uh, 50 yards there and back. Yeah, so it, it was about 50 Or no, yards. sorry, 50 feet there and back. Yeah, and we started, I think it was like 185 pounds. It had to be more than that. Maybe not. I don't know. But it was a lot of weight. And every... Our sled drags are 135, so... Three times a week, 10 times down and back... Me and this uh, woman would do it. Her name is Michelle, and we would we were both in a uh, nutrition competition. I came in second; she came in first, and we would, you got schooled by a girl. Oh, she! I get schooled beast. by girls every day at the gym. Um, she would push <clears throat> it down and back, and then I'd go, and then she'd go, and you were supposed to rest, but we didn't rest. And I tell you, at the end of that, you t- talk about your legs feeling like lead oh yeah you don't feel your legs after <laughs> something like that you're walking and you don't know how you're standing at that point your leg is you watch it go left so, right forward backwards how about you this can't feel anything. let me ask you as somebody who did crossfit a lot and mm-hmm. i'll answer this question myself too what's your proudest moment what was the thing that you did that you were like hell yeah i just did that as far as crossfit i would say actually competing and completing a competition that's, I mean, we were, I think probably me and my partner were dead last um, because of a lot of things we didn't practice as much as we should have, but actually being able to finish all of the workouts because it's crazy, but in one of my favorite things, there was deadlifts and it was a ladder where, you know, if you could do a deadlift, you did a deadlift. If you could do a clean, you did a clean. What? And then if you could go overhead, you went overhead and that changed how many points you had. Well, by the end, it was like, it was only 250 pounds for the last deadlift. Only. Yeah. Um, so I knew I could do it, and I just I didn't put on a belt. I didn't do anything. I'm like, well, I'm just going to get this over with, and I grabbed on it and yanked on it, and I could feel 
my back just give out. And it was <laughs> horrible. And we, that was the second event. And I remember they gave... We are not sponsored by BioFreeze. Not sponsored by BioFreeze. <laughs> but um, they gave out little packets of BioFreeze and like this sample thing. And I took that and I slathered it over my back. And I couldn't believe it. But it got me back into this workout that had dumbbell snatches, I think knees to uh, hanging knee raises and um, sit-ups. And I just remember that I just passed out after that. Like when I, my literally part, passed out. Well, my partner went. No, not literally. My partner went. <laughs> That's a and whole it was, You had to get as much done as you could. And my partner went. And we were kind of like the unsung, like underdog, because there was no way we were gonna. I win. hate to say this, but you're not known as an underdog if you come in last. Yeah, you were but just the- like I, I don't know the <laughs> phrasing, but like we had a workout earlier where we had to do wall balls. And we were like one of the last ones done. And I vividly, I can remember this. I, I went down and I did a squat for the wall ball and I just knew I couldn't do anymore. So I caught it and I turned to give the ball to my partner who was on all fours gasping for breath. <laughs> and I just kind of turn around and That's without, me missing, all the time yeah, without, without missing a beat, just started back into it. And everybody just started like, they roared. They're like, yeah. And I'm just like. I it, it at that point it it's kind of you just accept what's going on and you just did whatever you could. Yeah. But the last workout, man, it's just like I didn't think I would be able to do it at all because of my back and I ended up safely. Like I told him I'm like if I lift this thing and it hurts, I'm done. I'm yeah. not going to push myself. And because we're coming in last no matter what. Right. This is um, just for pride at this but point. But I pushed myself to the limit at that point that I think I had a couple reps before I got cut off by time. Or maybe I even made it, but it was just obviously right. like a minute past everybody. How good is that wow. feeling too? When you're the timer's like, there's like a minute left and you look over and you've got like nine or ten reps left to do. And yeah. you're like, ah, well, I can do this. I mean, the dumbbell snatch, I'm pretty sure was at 60 pounds. And that was my bread and butter. That kind of, yeah. those kind of lifts, I'm just really good at. Like, because I understand that I can force myself to go through the motions to make it easier. A lot of people, you know, they'll start yanking or do this and that. And, you know, so the original plan was I knew I could get, like, we had 15 minutes. I knew I could get my portion of the workout done in less than six. Right. You know, so that would give him plenty of time to just hopefully finish. But when I hurt my back, I told him, like, we need to get as many as we can. You just go. And then I'll go because it was once one partner was done, then one next one went. And I just, I remember when we were done, we obviously were nowhere near the podium, but you know, we had done it. It sucked because it's three horrible workouts back to back. And it's like, we had done it. Right. You know? And I mean, it, it was just like, could I have done a lot of things differently? Yes. But man, that was probably like my proudest moment. Like, I'm not a big guy for uh, participation trophies, but it's like there <laughs> you should have got man, one. There are a lot of people that would just not have done it. So I have two, I think. Okay. So my first proudest moment happened a little while ago. It was a, it was a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and mind you, I, again, I've only been doing this for a few weeks, so mine yep. are not that glorious. Mm-hmm. But we were doing um, strict press and push press. Yep. And the RX for the workout, which for other onlookers, RX means prescribed or what they're what you're expected to do mm-hmm. at you know a normal level. Mind you, I I don't normally do that because it's above my fitness level yeah. <clears throat> for the most part. So the RX for the workout was 135, and I was like, I don't know if I can do 135, so I put 95 on. Mm-hmm. And I get under the bar, put it in my front rack position, and I do a strict press over my head. And I'm like, that was easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that was really easy. So I did a push press. I'm like, that was even easier. So I put it back on the bar, and I'm like, well, let me – that was really easy. Let me do 135. So we were doing – it was um, uh, three rep max. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, 135. Huh, all right, let's try 135. So I throw 135 on there, and I do a strict press. And I'm like, that was easy. 
and I do a push press. I'm like, that was still easy. Holy cow. So I go through my three reps because it was it was technically three reps push press, three round max. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drop it down on the bar and I go over. I'm like, you know what? Let me throw a little bit more weight on there. So I put one 155 on there and I do it and it's still easy. And I'm like, how is this possible? So I actually ran out of time. I was going to put more weight on there, but we actually had to do the actual wad at that point. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, I was like ex- super ecstatic because like 155 pounds over my head. That's a lot, man. I think that's more than I ever did. I think 175 was a thruster I went for in that workout. And it's... I guarantee I, you, just just by how easy that 155 was, I could have done three reps at 175. Yeah, And, and I, I was like, holy crap, I'm getting so much stronger so yeah. fast. Yeah. Like, mind you, people, eight weeks ago, I would have not been able to do 95. Yeah. Almost guaranteed. And then probably my, my second proudest moment is happened just a couple weeks ago and it was uh gosh i don't remember the exact details of the wad but it was to the it was basically a cardio piece meaning uh i want to say it was increasing cows so it was starting with five cows on any machine of your choice bike row or ski then you had to um do farmer's carry so you have two kettlebells, one in each hand, and you had to run around our workout rig, which is, I don't know, probably 100 feet, you know, total running around. <clears throat> and then you had dropped those, run down the stairs, because remember, we work out upstairs, run down the stairs, hit the soccer field, and do a 135-pound sled drag from one side to the other and back, which is a 100-foot sled drag. Mm-hmm. Then you have to run back up the stairs, you had a one-minute rest, and then... You jump on another piece of equipment. It had to be a different one, so you had to mix it up every time. And then it increased to 10 cows for that round, and then you go through the whole motions again, increases to 15, and so on. And it was as many rounds as possible in, I want to say, 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's not a very long workout, um, but it's a tough one because it goes up very fast. Before you know it, I mean, 15 cows on a bike takes a few takes a couple minutes. Yep. I was super proud of myself because there's a guy that goes at the same time as me almost every day and he's been doing CrossFit for a couple years mm-hmm. and he's got some issues and stuff. He's not my age. He's like, <laughs> you know, late forties, but he's got like some shoulder issues and stuff. So it kind of hinders him a little bit, but he did three rounds, three full rounds and managed to get in an extra 10 cows on the, I think it was on the row mm-hmm. uh, on the last round. I got in three rounds and five cows there you go and i was like holy crap (laughs) all right i think you're overusing that a little bit um yeah i think i ran into some pretty big beasts like that were older and then it's just kind of like wow like i can't believe you're doing that and you can never get into that mindset with like oh that person's this that it's like no you you can't you cannot judge against you and i think there are so many old ladies that kick my ass. Oh, yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is like, for instance, you just said, like, how easy it was for you to put that weight over your head with the strict press and everything like that. We got to remember that everybody's built differently. Right. We're all going to have different strengths. So you would probably be strong, or, well, probably are stronger at me than me with pushing and pressing and stuff like that. And I might be stronger with other aspects. You're probably way better with deadlifts, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's my back. That's the biggest thing. I think being a fat guy for so long and having worked at a desk job for, you know, half a decade, my back is made of straw. Yeah. So I think we should talk a little bit. So getting away from CrossFit and fitness in general, have you noticed any changes in your day-to-day life? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Pretty huge changes actually. So, um, the first thing that happened I did CrossFit for one week. Yeah. I started on a Monday like you're supposed to. Yeah. I started on a Monday like a good boy. I did a full full week, Monday through Friday, and Wednesday was Helen. If you, anybody who knows CrossFit knows that if it's named after a woman, you're, you're going to probably pass out at the end. It's a bad time. <laughs> I think you're overusing that. <laughs> I do think so, too. All right. So that weekend... Um, 
me and the wife and the kid and her sister and my future brother-in-law went to the zoo, mm -hmm. the Syracuse Zoo. Rosemont Gifford, that's the name of the zoo. We go. went to that zoo, and it's a big, big loop. And there's lots of ups and downs and all arounds, and it's all walking. And I'm a big, fat guy. And it was nearly 90 degrees. And I was unbelievably in awe of how I was able to walk around this place. And this might sound really, really insignificant, but it's not to me. Yep. I was able to walk around this place without even breaking a sweat. Yep. I barely broke my, I, I didn't even lose my breath, nothing. I was able to actually walk around this place and be fine. And um, that was a huge thing for me. And then the next freaking day, my parents called and said, hey, we want to go down to that uh, that other zoo, uh, the Wild, down in Chittenango. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so we went, and uh, lo and behold, I walked around that whole place, and same result. Yeah. No issues. And then I went right back to CrossFit the next day with a new motivation, you know, mm -hmm. just seeing that change. But that was only one freaking week. Yeah. I've been doing it for like seven weeks now. I could run laps around my house. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yep. I think uh, that's, for me, the biggest fitness thing I still see. And I, it's obviously degrading because I haven't really gone. I did the rowing. I went back for strictly a rowing, and they did some other exercises a few months back. But um, I still can see the benefits uh, when I got this new dog, which has <laughs> been just... Uh, what a uh, treat. What an experience, man. I, I tell you, they always talk about how like much you learn from dogs, and it's like you never really know until you know, and holy crap. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. you know, I walked dogs. him at least like a mile in the morning and a mile at night and it's you know i i feel it because you know the bigger guy is like oh i like still get it i thought i'm not telling you that i don't get a burn in my legs yeah but i mean i did it and it's kind of like it's not like i dread it but you know i i got a lot more work to do but i definitely know that i can still see some of the benefits from it friday when i skipped my wad i was in my living room and i did 60 atomic sit-ups there you go and like five walkouts just to kind of stretch myself out i did some couch stretches i was basically like feeling bad that i didn't go to the That's gym good so I, I i was sitting there watching tv and i was like damn it yeah, yeah you <laughs> i can't just sit here yeah. i have to move yeah that feeling and it seems so strange it is that very odd like an itch yeah like you'll like you work out at 5.30? So, for the record, yes, I do. But for the record, 60 atomic sit-ups for a fat guy is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> See, you work out at 5.30, and I've always found that when you make that decision that you're not going to go, you feel pretty crappy. I and instantly five, feel guilt. Five, oh, yeah. Instantly, you feel pretty crappy. But at 5.30, you're like, Your body's I like, could have went. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a crazy and, and i did skip because of the the pains i was having i'm like you know what i'm gonna lay low for this one day and then i'm gonna go back on monday hit it full force you know what i mean allow my body to really recuperate but then i'm laying i'm sitting here and i'm like there are exercises i can do that don't hurt my ankle yeah and I, that's exactly it. if you're at good gyms and i'm not saying crossfit gyms i'm not saying at good <laughs> boxes any place where you're directed by an instructor or coach that's going to help at you. a good one yeah you can just go up and be like, listen, my ankle is torn to shit. What can I do? Well, and, and they will do something. And that like is, it was an excuse. At the end exactly. of the day, it was an excuse. Yeah, I no should have gone. I know they would have said, you know what? Why don't you, how about you hop on the ski machine? That's not going to, you're not going to do any impact on your ankle or you're, you know, you're going to be fine doing that, you know, and then do some sit-ups, do some, uh, you know, leg raises, you know, do this, do that. They would have definitely done it. Yeah. But it was an excuse for me to come home, right. and I did it, and I felt like crap. <laughs> yeah, I think, and people ask me a lot why I did CrossFit, like with the money and stuff, and it's like... I asked you that. Yeah, you can see, and you, you just see and feel so much better while you're doing it, and for everything me, comes together. it makes financial sense. Yeah. So you never told me this stuff. I'm a pretty financially motivated mm -hmm. guy. So this type of stuff really matters to me. So 
how much does a personal trainer cost? Oh yeah. Right. So you go out and price out a personal trainer, even if you see, you're probably going to see them, you know, in our economic class, you're going to see your personal trainer like two times a week, maybe if if you're lucky. And it's going to be like 15 minutes to a half an hour. They're going to say, you should do this, 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 you're not doing this. You should do this. And then they're going to be like, see you later. Give me my check. Yeah. Right. CrossFit. It's however much money it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is less than that. Guaranteed. Yeah. And. What you're getting is a personal trainer who works out with you every single time. Yeah. Every time you walk in there, there's a coach. And, you know, I'm sure that this varies from city to city and from box to box. But at my gym, I've never had a class where there's more than six or seven people. Yeah, see, that's at my gym. That's one of the things that's I wouldn't say an issue. If they have more coaches, they'll usually have two to three coaches. Right. But you're working out with 15 to 20 people. Yeah. See, now the way that the, what was what I really like about this gym is because of that, it's a lot of one-on-one uh, attention. Yeah. You know, so if I'm – the coach is going to be walking around, you know, good job. You're doing good. Do this. Do that. Yeah. And they'll see if you have an issue. If you're struggling with something or they you're wincing in pain, yeah. they're going to come over and be like – What's going on? Yeah, you know what I mean. What can we do? What's happening? Yeah, I mean they do that where I am too, and I, a part of me misses the good old days, which it's what I miss, not necessarily what you know the owner misses. Uh, there were times when I would go to the class and there would be maybe two other people. That's kind of the feeling I get at this gym. And then I've been the there problem, before. It was me and one other person. Yeah, the problem is, is they get more successful. Because for them to last, everybody thinks, oh, they get paid so much a month, they must be good. It's like, that's a month. Yeah. That that money, the memberships go away pretty quick. Right. And, um, you know, well, so... And, I mean, I think it also helps that I probably go at a time where maybe not so many people go. True. I mean, how many people are going to the gym at 5.30 at night? A lot where I go. That's, I mean, the morning is a lot crazier, but at night there's still a lot of people. But I would I, rather probably go in the morning, but my schedule is not permissive to that. Yeah, I miss the days where it was, like, I, I went to 5.30 for a solid year, and we had the 5.30 crew. There was me, Larry, John, Butch, Mike, and Trevor. And Butch. I mean... Yeah, there were a couple Butch's of us, and I mean, Butch <laughs> doesn't do CrossFit anymore. Um, his wife actually got didn't want to do it, and then she got into it pretty good. Now Larry's wife, Tammy, is just a beast. <laughs> but I, it's just, we were the 5.30 crew, and I mean... Did you have t-shirts made? Uh, I did a competition with one <laughs> of them, um, but it was just like, you went and you saw, and if you didn't go, they're like, hey, what were you doing? And I mean, we would push each other. Like, do you with the kettlebells? Are they colored, color coded? Yeah. So we would do the green, and that's what the thing would call for, or pink. Usually, we all did the pink because if one of us was doing green, that guy got shit for it. So, and we never. It, it, and it sounds bad to say that, but we all knew all of us could do the pink at the workout. If it was a workout that we knew, like me or somebody couldn't do right you know we'd never like you're coming upon far. 10 kettlebell swings and they're going for the lightweight one and you're like yeah. come on yeah. bro like i've seen you do some pretty good stuff yeah so what we do is then uh if it was a workout with rounds we'd take out the red kettlebell which is a hundred pounds yeah i think and we'd say each of us is going to do one round where we do the red kettlebell i think the biggest kettlebell i've done for swings is the 53 yeah. and i just I think, Which is, by the way, still really not easy. Yeah. And I think that's the... <laughs> so it, 100 is... We pushed each other... Well, each other. <laughs> we pushed each other more than you can push yourself. Yeah. But also, like, we cared enough that it wasn't in a mean way or, like, you know, we could tell what each other... We spent so much time together. I mean, you spend an hour together seeing each other push their limits, you know. And it's... Right. Oh. It's, so I miss those days, and that's what I want to get. Basically, back to. moral of the story is Corey is uh, I'm getting fitter. I'm going to continue doing it because I'm sick of being a fat guy. Yeah. All right. And you used to not be a fat guy. Mm-hmm. For a, you were a fat guy, and then you're not a fat guy. Now you're a fat guy again. Yeah. With regrets. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not CrossFit's fault. No. That's what people are. Or the diet's fault. That's what kills me. Is people are like. Oh well, whatever you do, we're doing must not have been sustainable. And no, I'm like, it's just that no. As a fat guy, 
and I, I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news to all the fat people out there and all the skinny people out there at the same time. Contrary to popular belief, most fat people, most fat people are fat because food is delicious. Yes. And I think I tell people that it's like there, everything I was doing was sustainable. The problem was life came into the mix where when I lost all the weight, it was mostly because I had every opportunity. I worked a job where I worked three nights a week at a restaurant. Right. I had every opportunity to meal prep go to the gym for however long I wanted. I didn't have anything going on. So it helped. And right. then life hit where I got a 40-hour-a-week job that yep. turned into 60 to 70 hours a week. And that was something. Nutrition was the I've, first to go. I've had to learn how to really work with nutrition. That's the toughest thing for me. So yeah. like I've had to – I don't have time really to meal prep still but what i've done is i make sure that when we eat dinner it's pretty healthy and then i'll take leftovers or i have in an emergency scenario i have like uh frozen meals that are like a better choice type of thing than going out to eat um i haven't probably had actual fast food since i started nice and it makes a difference you know um we do some things that we shouldn't do you know but i think that's part of that's part of it i think that it's a 95-5 rule. So if you are if you live the healthy lifestyle and you're good 95% of the time, but 5% of the time mm-hmm. you go out and you eat not so good, the chances of you actually going back and doing your healthy lifestyle again, probably pretty high. Yeah. If you do a healthy lifestyle 100% of the time for six months and then you fall off the wagon, you're 100% off the wagon. Yep. See, what I told, I tell a lot, oh, I still haven't turned it off. Oh, what a loser. Um. What I tell people all the time how I lost the weight the first time is I started by just eating the same but eating less. You know, I would know how much I would get somewhere because we all have our orders of what we get. Yeah. You know, my go-to at Dunkin' Donuts is a large unsweetened iced tea with an everything bagel with cream cheese with a plain croissant toasted with butter with a head Oh, God. Yeah. That was, oh, God. <laughs> the, yeah. It's, it's The carbs. Yeah, the horrible carbs. It is a spiel that I can spit out on memory because I order it so much. I knew what I'd get. I'd order half of it. You know, I'd, I'd eat an entire pizza. All right, I'm only going to have four slices. And then yeah, eventually it's, a, it's, it's like... It's a battle of inches, Yeah, not and miles. then it's like, okay, now I'm only going to have two. So every weekend, Trina and I, for years, have gone to Dunkin' Donuts on mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and we get like a coffee, whatever, and we'll get like a little breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a thing that we do. Let's uh, Let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. In a nice little bow. We've talked about CrossFit a lot. Yes, we, we could probably talk for another hour. Yes. But we shouldn't talk for another hour. No. Um, so it is a war of inches, not miles. Yeah. It, 100%. And if you jump too far in, you're going to drown. <laughs> and that's when you get spit up and yeah. you're 50 pounds heavier. Well, we just, we, just make, we just make better choices. So now yeah. instead when we go, instead of getting, um, you know, double sausage, cheese, and uh, egg croissant, with hash browns and all the fixings and a coffee with you know mocha swirl in it that has a million grams of sugar thousand calories right there uh now i go and i get a medium or a large unsweetened iced tea sometimes i have them throw a little splenda in there and uh and i'll get like a you know like a wrap or something yeah you know just to just cut it cut it down at this point when you are at 300 plus pounds you don't have to worry about all the diets like they're all like <laughs> paleo this keto that and i'm telling you right now it's probably make, better yeah if you make a conscious you could do effort it. to just try and eat a little better you will see results yep like you know maybe i don't go have two pizzas slices of pizza with a large soft drink and some garlic mass for lunch maybe i have a frozen meal or maybe i only have one slice of pizza and a water you right. and you're it's gonna be hungry changes. because guess what? When you're used to eating five thousand calories a day, <laughs> you're gonna be hungry. I don't and, care what they and say. And five thousand calories of bad food. Yeah, it's way. By the way, it is way easier to eat five thousand calories of pizza than it is three thousand calories of chicken breast. Yeah, but the and then again, that's the thing is the unrealistic expectation that you're gonna switch to eating only broccoli and chicken. Yeah, is not gonna happen because yeah, you're not. If you gonna could be do full. it, if you could do it. 
you'd lose weight faster and oh, you'd yeah. become healthier faster. Yeah. But then in six months, you're going to eat a whole pizza. And then you're done. <laughs> and I think that's the issue. Is And still, like I would do that. Like I'd make healthy food. And then half an hour after I was done eating, because my body's like, I can't eat anymore. You eat a candy bar. <laughs> was like, oh my God, I need to eat something right now or I'm going to die. And then you only had that one healthy thing in the whole house. Yeah. And then you go to your cupboards and you're like, I must find a healthy snack. And you whip them open and you're looking for something healthy and delicious. And what you find is an entire bag of Doritos that you then eat the whole thing of. Yes. And then you look at it and you go wow dying sucks and then you go could have had a v8 <laughs> and i think that's a pretty good place to end this one yeah um so i think this is a good format yes i do too i think, I think it went well i think that we need to not have any notes yeah and just wing it and yeah, just wing it so. because when we did it last time we were tryhards yeah. tryhards never succeed <laughs>